When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Uh, this, I'm your host, Dale Lally, and uh, today I thought we'd talk a little more, well, what have we talked about a lot, uh, quarterbacks here. Uh, I received a uh, <laughs> an email from uh, bookies.com. I get at these things pretty regularly, but this one uh, caught my eye, and, and it is the uh, odds on the first quarterback to be benched in 2022. And I'm looking here through the odds, and it has uh, Geno Smith at plus 500, Jacoby Brissett at plus 700, Marcus Mariota at plus 750, Mitch Trubisky at plus 775. After that, it's Tua Tagovailoa uh, at plus 800, as is Daniel Jones at plus 800, Trey Lance at plus 850, Ryan Tannehill at plus 1,000, Justin Fields at plus 1,200, Jameis Winston at plus 1,500, and the the field at plus 750. So the field uh, actually comes in a little bit higher than Mitch Trubisky in this situation. And uh, I'm here to tell you, uh, Mitch Trubisky will not be the first quarterback benched this season. I don't think that's, that is a great bet on that one, even though the odds are, well, they're pretty good at plus 775 as opposed to the field at plus 750. And here's why. Mike Tomlin is going to give, once he makes this decision, he's going to stick with it for as long as he can. Uh, And he's not going to just quickly turn things over to Kenny Pickett uh, if Mr. Biskey falters in a game or two. Because once you make that move, now Pickett's your guy. You're you're going to stick with Kenny Pickett through for, for better or worse. And quite frankly, I mean, you see a lot, uh, this happens, and this is nothing against Pickett, but rookie quarterbacks typically have their work cut out for them in those kind of situations. I know we're in Pittsburgh. We saw Ben Roethlisberger go out there and go 13-1 and in his rookie season as a starter. But that doesn't mean everybody's going to do that. That doesn't mean Kenny Pickett's going to do that. The, the reality is, is that the odds tell us that if the Steelers turn things over to Pickett, there are going to be some struggles. Teams are going to throw things at him he's never seen before. Now, the implied probability that Trubisky will be the first guy benched is 11.43%. I'm going to go on way under that 
Um, you know, could he be benched at some point? Sure. I could, I could foresee that happening at some point if things completely fall apart or the team struggles where he just doesn't play well, but to be the guy who's first to the bench, I'm not seeing that. I get the Geno Smith situation. He's got Drew Locke behind him. That was a close training camp battle, uh, throughout the situation. Um, you know, they, they went with Geno Smith just because he had the most experience with them. I get the Jacoby Brissett thing. Not like he played well in the preseason. And I can see the wheels coming off real quick here for the Browns this year. Remember, they don't get the Sean Watson back until week 12. He's suspended the first 11 weeks of the season. I could see Mariota getting benched, uh, certainly in favor uh, of, um, the rookie that they drafted, uh, Desmond Ritter. I watched Ritter in the preseason. I thought he played okay. And I liked Ritter coming out in the draft. And, you know, people talked about this draft class. And, well, wow, none of these guys went in the first round. If you watch the preseason, obviously Pickett played pretty well. Malik Willis played pretty well. Um, you look at some of the other guys. I mentioned uh, uh, Sam Howell looked pretty good. For the Washington Commanders, he was a fifth-round draft pick. I mean, these guys, uh, you know, probably should have been drafted before they were. So just because they went, in the, you know, later in the draft doesn't mean that these guys stink. Um, you know, I think that that those those guys showed some things in this preseason. Even Bailey Zappi didn't look terrible, uh, you know, in his his time with the Patriots. So you know, this draft class, I don't think was as bad as as some would lead us to believe. Tua Tagliavoa getting benched at plus 800. That's interesting. They get Teddy Bridgewater behind him. They being the Dolphins. Could I see the Dolphins, if Tua struggles, turning things over to Bridgewater? Perhaps. But I, I just don't know that, that Bridgewater is certainly not the answer either. Um, you know, I think if you look at, at, at uh, you know, what they've put around Tua, um, you know, he should have some success there. Will it be the kind of success that they expect? I don't know about that, um, but certainly uh, he has a chance to succeed. Uh, then you look at Daniel Jones there at plus 800 as well. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones back up right now. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's Tyrod Taylor. Everybody, every team that's ever had Tyrod Taylor seems to be looking to replace him. But the Giants, you know, past this season aren't married to Daniel Jones. So I could see them perhaps making that move and, and pulling him out there as well. And you're looking at some of those other guys. Could could Ryan Tannehill get replaced by Malik Willis? That's plus 1,000. I think there's a better chance that that happens than Mitch Trubisky being the first guy to be replaced. I could definitely see that. The situation in Chicago, I don't, I don't see the Bears benching Justin Fields for Trevor Simeon. That's just spinning your wheels there. And uh, certainly a Jameis Winston with the Saints. I mean, are, are the Saints really going to be in a rush to turn things over to Andy Dalton? Probably not. Probably not. But those are the odds. Um, you know, if I had to bet on it, um, you know, I think one of those, the, the favorites there uh, would be the, the guy who would get my money or my vote. Uh, I could see Marcus Mariota not working out and the, and the Falcons struggling and turning things over to Desmond Ritter. What do they get to lose? More games. Uh, and certainly Geno Smith and Drew Locke are, 
are kind of a one and one A and a really low end one and one A. They're both more backup types than they are starters. So I, I think the Seahawks could have some issues and struggle. So, you know, we'll keep an eye on that as the season goes on. Uh, but certainly I thought it interesting that those kind of odds were out there. And, uh, well, Mitch Trubisky was as high as he was on that list. That's a little surprising to me. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little practice squad. What matters, what doesn't matter. We'll do that when we return. This is the Dale Lally Show on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. I'm Dale Alley. This is the, the Dale Alley Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. And the uh, Steelers signed eight players to their practice squad on Wednesday. Uh, they were offensive lineman John LeGlue, uh, William Dunkel, and Ryan McCollum. Defensive lineman Carlos Davis. Running back Anthony McFarland. Linebacker Hamilcar Rashid. Uh, safety Elijah Ryler, Riley. And uh, wide receiver Cody White. Now, some people might look at that and say, well, why did they only sign eight? Well, those eight guys were all in training camp with the Steelers. They have eight more spots that are open right now. And, you know, they're going to probably look to sign guys from other teams. Now, certainly they probably have some offers out there to some, some of their own guys still. It would surprise me if they, you know, they didn't at least offer uh, Joe Haig a spot on the practice squad. He must have turned that down. I'm hoping to get a spot on somebody's roster, active roster, which is a much bigger deal. You pay much more money on the active roster than you do uh, certainly on the practice squad. Um, You know, we'll see. I I think there should be a move forthcoming here. Uh, Obviously, the Steelers still have to place DeMonte KZ on injured reserve. Uh, he'll be he'll be coming back. Uh, that'll get a uh, get a, de- a designation at some point to return, and that some point is you know I mean it's a it's a fractured arm. Again, four to six weeks is, is the typical uh, time for something like that. Um, so you know he'll be back by the end of September. But the rest of it, I mean, you're just looking there at guys who you know potentially can come in and well help you practice. You're not necessarily stashing guys on your practice squad uh, for down the road. 
Now, we've seen the Steelers do that from time to time. Some guys who've been practice squad players for them have stuck around and finally uh, you know, earned their, their spot on the uh, active roster and, and contributed. We've seen that happen over the years. But that's not why your practice squad necessarily is there. Uh, your practice squad is there so you can practice. And so, you know, the Steelers uh, were, were up against it uh, on Wednesday before they, you know, these guys were signed. Um, you know, they only had eight offensive linemen on their roster the last two days. Makes it kind of tough to practice with eight offensive linemen because you're doing your first team reps and then you're doing your second team reps. That meant some starters had to work both ways there. Uh, with the first unit and the second unit, and then do some 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 of your uh, you know show team stuff against the, the number one defense. That's why these guys are are there to give your, your first team guys uh, you know a break on some reps and things of that nature. So we'll see what continues to to, to happen here with this uh, practice squad situation. They, again, they have eight spots. They probably won't practice again until next Monday when they start uh, really getting ready for the Bengals. They've already done some of that work at this point, uh, but they're now off for the weekend. That one last little extra bye week air, uh, or at least a little bye week time that Mike Tomlin is going to give these guys before they get back to it and start practicing to get ready to go and play the Bengals in, uh, on September 11th, week one. Um, so there's, there's still some spots that are going to be filled there. We'll see how that continues to shake out, but don't, don't, th- overthink this practice squad stuff. Yeah. You like to have some of the guys back that you worked with because you spent time with them. But honestly, I watched the entire Steelers training camp. I can't tell you if William Dunkel is any good or not. Who knows? Uh, same with Ryan McCollum and guys like that. Now, Anthony McFarland and Elijah Riley, you know, these are, these are some guys are some more household type names, but the rest of it, you just kind of, getting enough guys out there that you can uh, make sure that you can get through a practice. That's what it's all about. I'm Dale Lally. That was the Dale Lally show here on the DK Pittsburgh sports podcast network. Uh, I'll be back again tomorrow to go over some things. Maybe the Steelers will add some more guys to that practice squad. We'll see Uh, lots of stuff still to be done there before this team gets ready to go and play the Bengals in week one. We'll be giving you bringing you all the news and updates from that here on the DK Pittsburgh sports podcast network. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.